Hello, and welcome to Respect the Dead, the podcast where we don't. Sweaty, it's no surprise that everyone celebrated your demise, and now worms are eating your eyes. So don't you worry, rotten head, as you sleep in your sodden bed, it's time to respect the dead. I'm hosting today. Uh, I'm mainly Mandy. <laughs> I'm Kellen Conrad. And I'm Hoots. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about uh, an actor who sucked. Surprise, surprise. We'll be talking about a comedian who made us laugh, but also made a lot of people really upset. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Peter Sellers. I hope you're all Ooh. excited because I am. <laughs> I wish I knew who this was. I yeah. feel like I should see a photo. Um, oh, you know, I should, should we look up a photo? a photo. Do you all want to look at a photo first? Let's we're going to Google a photo. Everyone Google a photo. Listeners at home, Google a photo so you can see what yeah. this man looks like. We're going to. Yeah, we're going to look at Peter Sellers. Maybe the episode art will be like a, a photo of the person. With like yeah. Weird, like dead over their face or something <laughs> like stamped on them. It's like uh, that uh, was one of the video games where it says like you died. It's like that font <laughs> <laughs> over a picture of their face. <laughs> um. Okay. I see him a little into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the, old, in, in, in the, uh, the older photos. Sure off. Yeah. Yeah. He looked like a podcaster. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was a a funny little dude. Uh, <laughs> I got a picture here of him um, not wearing anything except for a guitar. Um, oh, I don't I'm think gonna, I've seen that one. I'm going to drop the link in the chat. Um, he definitely looks Bless like a you. podcaster. Like he looks like um, he definitely looks like one of my ex-boyfriends. Like not literally, but like someone I definitely yeah. would have dated. No, I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm I'm am I gonna feel bad about this in like five <laughs> seconds when you get into the story? Like I mean thirsting over him? Is he like a baby killer or something? He's he's not a baby killer. He is a piece of shit, but he's not a baby killer at least. I mean it wouldn't that. be the first time it wouldn't be the first time I thirsted <laughs> over pieces of shit. Right. I, was really, I was really wondering if you were gonna say thirsted over a baby killer. <laughs> it's It's like like damn it another one it's it's weird that it happened twice (laughs) yeah so before we get into uh this episode i do want to warn uh my my fellow hosts and anybody listening that this story uh features a lot of abuse mostly towards um women his wives but also unfortunately some stories about uh child abuse as well so if that's something you um don't feel good about listening to totally fair feel free to skip this one but i just wanted to warn people ahead of time because this one gets dark um there's also some talk in here about um substance abuse and uh some mental health stuff as well so just just take care of yourself i trust you all to to do what you need to do but just letting you know ahead of time yeah kaylin we're not allowed to skip this one yeah i know i was gonna say say. you two are my captive audience that have to listen to me but everybody we're locked in (laughs) we're just gonna take this hit to our psyche (laughs) i i did have a a moment of panic when like what if they did just log off right now just left me here like oh well fuck me enjoy the episode 
thinking of you, bestie. Yeah. Um, okay. So before getting into the actual awful stuff, let me just give you a little bit of background information about Peter Sellers. Um, he is an English-born actor, born, um, it's funny, I, I have on the 8th, 1925, but I do not have the month. So one of those months, the 8th he was born on Oops. Oops. We're off to a great, great start. Oh, was, was this before months? <laughs> Is that, that's what I'm getting from this? It was, it was that long ago, yeah. So it was, it was January 8th, back when they just referred to days by like the number. They were like, oh, what day is it? It's the 262nd. Yeah, exactly. It was very early in the year, obviously. Wow. Um, History is amazing. Hey, everyone. Editing Mandy here. So it turns out he was born in September. It was September 8th. A lot of people probably know him best for his comedic roles, things like the Pink Panther movies from the 60s. Um, those originally were filmed from the 1963. Is, was he a furry in it? Uh, no, he played a an, an inspector. He actually originally oh. was kind of more of a side character in the first movie, but then as the uh, character kind of blew up in popularity, he became like a regular character within the series, like a big time character. Um, I honestly have never seen the Pink Panther movies. I've only ever seen the Pink Panther cartoon that yeah, had an that's actual what I we were talking Pink about. Panther. No, no, there was an actual like it was like a detective um, series, but the whole thing is okay. he's kind of a bit of a bumbling detective. Um, it was a this very like big out there character, and Peter Sellers kind of invented him. He came up with the trench coat and the look of him, the accent, all of that. Okay. Um, that's kind of what he was famous for is that he was really good at creating these like outlandish, ridiculous characters. Uh, the other big movie that he's best known for is Dr. Strangelove or How I Stopped Worrying and Learned to Love the Bomb. Uh, he played several characters in that, including a like Nazi scientist who's in a wheelchair. So that's another big movie. And I think that was one of those movies that he actually got nominated for two for an Oscar um, for his performances in that. He also did a, was in a big movie uh, called Being There that was right right towards the end of his life. That was in 1979. Uh, that was more of a simple role. It's like a gardener who uh, other he has like no personality and other people mistake him as being a financial genius. So he's kind of like it's like a comedy of errors kind of thing, basically. Okay. Uh, and that was like literally right before he died. And that was kind of supposed to be his comeback movie, essentially. And but then he died. So too bad for him. Um. Oh, he did not come back. Only Jesus comes back after he dies. <laughs> and then he leaves. Exactly. Uh, his mm. last movie was in 19, uh, 1980, excuse me, called The Fiendish Plot of Fu Manchu. What a role to end on. Uh, so that's that's kind of the, the general information. Now let's uh, let's jump into our boy Peter a little bit. So first of all, fun fact, uh, Peter is not his real name. His real name was Richard Henry. He was renamed Peter after his, um, what would have been his brother died stillborn and his mother renamed him Peter. And by all accounts, it was a very, uh, very unhealthy uh, thing. No, no. I think he, it was a couple of years later after he was born. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, was this in the womb? Is he a baby killer? <laughs> Confirmed. Peter Siller. Uh, no. Also, when you said that it wasn't his real name, I'm like, oh, my God. That's his dead name. 
Like, like homeboy is dead as fuck, and that is wow. his dead name. Mandy, you just <laughs> dead named him. Um, I feel like this happens a lot. Like, I feel like, especially like way back in the day, moms used to like do a really fucked up thing where they're like, I'm going to name you after my poor boy who didn't live to see his fifth <laughs> birthday. And it's like, that's how you create a serial killer. You yeah. fucking right? weirdo. Or, or like some sort of possession <laughs> like situation. Right. Like, yeah. You need this to really worry movie. about this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That like begging it's begging for him to be in a horror movie. Um no, and that's how you get the kind of baby that you have to drive to the woods and like drown in a lake or something. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. Exactly. And then you get home and then you get home and the baby's waiting for you at home. Yeah, dripping. <laughs> like that wasn't very nice, mommy. <laughs> Staring at you. Did this happen in Pet Cemetery? I feel like this might have happened in Pet Cemetery. You like yeah, come home and the, 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 the kids sitting there like dripping wet, like that wasn't very nice, mommy. Mm-hmm. Yep, same vibes. Um, okay. <laughs> so after murdering everybody as a child, Peter Sellers, uh, well, so his his relationship with his mother is very informative as to who he is as a person. So first of all, the whole being named after his brother really fucked with his sense of identity. Apparently, he had imposter syndrome really hard his whole life, which normally Aww. I would like empathize with, except he's a piece of shit. And the way he dealt yeah. with his imposter syndrome was terrible. Um the other thing is, too, that, yeah, his mother and him had this very close, potentially very toxic, overbearing kind of relationship. He was, like, shy and inver- introverted initially, and she was this very, like, larger-than-life influence. He slept in bed with her up to age 16. Totally nope. Normal. Nope. Oh, that's so weird. <laughs> oh, I, I hate that. I really hate that. Yeah, it's... it's uh, oh, and by the way, his father was alive. I just would like to point out her, his father Where was still was alive. He? he was sleeping on the couch. <laughs> okay. I, oh, yeah. oh, no. I, this is not healthy. <laughs> no. No. no uh, his, his mother never disciplined him either, which is going to be a big, important aspect of the story. So he got really used to throwing tantrums and getting his way. She never disciplined him at all. So, uh, he became a giant man child. There's no point in your life when tantrums are cute. Like, especially nope. as a grown ass man. No. Nope. It's it's sure it's certainly not. Uh both of his parents, um, let's see, his mom was named Peg. I forgot to run down the name of the dad. Uh they were both performers at the time, so that's how he got into performance. They were doing like vaudeville type stuff. He initially got a start there. Later he kind of blew up uh doing impersonations and such over the radio and eventually made the jump into movies. Um into the he, talkies. Into the talkies, yes. <laughs> they had talkies at this point, yes. Into the moving pictures. um his he was married four times in his life the first marriage was the longest one he was married to an actress named uh ann howe and um let's let's just explain how this marriage worked one time when he was in his i think his study and she was in the other room a telegram came to the front door it was from him asking her to get him coffee I love him. Uh, <laughs> no, Caitlin. I mean that that's kind of like <laughs> This is me is texting kinda... my roommate to be exactly. like <laughs> to be like, hey, can you turn the TV down a little bit instead of just getting up? Peter Sellers invented the passive aggressive text. Yeah, oh it God. is like it's like the 1940s version of like texting. No, yeah. I lo- I texting honestly your partner. I don't love okay, if I was at home. 
doing whatever people did back then, like counting ghosts or like folding doilies or whatever the fuck. Ooh, counting ghosts would be a really good band name. Ooh, would. Okay, I'm actually here for it. Um, and the doorbell rang and it was a telegram from my fucking husband. I would die. Like I would, it was just like, can you get me a coffee, babe? I would lose my fucking shit. I'd be like, this was funny. Se- this is 70 cents, which back then could buy you like a horse or whatever. Like that is. You okay. really have to commit. I, I love it. I legitimately love it. It's like sometimes I write on a post-it note. I just write food question mark and slide it <laughs> under my roommate's door. <laughs> oh, okay. He, he, he um, excelled at being petty. That's a, that's a very big theme of, of same, Peter's same, same, same. life. Yeah. I really, I'm scared that I'm going to like him for the first half and then you're going to hurt my feelings. Because... I'm so sorry. I, I mean, we're going to get into some pretty bad stuff pretty soon here. Um, okay. Well, just, just a plug. If you want to be a, a member of our, our Patreon, uh, if you join the petty level mm. um that's that's the lower level and you can suggest mm-hmm. uh someone that we can cover so yes, thank you for plugging that yes you want to be one of our petty haters <laughs> please do we w- we would love some petty haters <laughs> So as a heads up, we actually uh, don't have a Petty Haters tier on Patreon, but we do have a couple of other ones that are a lot of fun, including Freaks, Creeps, Weirdos, Sickos, Deviants, or Satan Herself. So if you want to be one of those, head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash respect the dead. Okay, so his first marriage, oh, by the way, he had two children with Anne, uh, Michael and Sarah. We're going to hear more about them a little bit later. Um, His first marriage to Anne ended because he became obsessed with his co-star on the set of The Millionaires, Sophia Loren, uh, who at the time was uh, married and stayed married to him, by the way, up until his death, uh, her husband, to 2007. So was in a very committed relationship was by all accounts very happy with her husband, but he became obsessed with her. And this was very unsubtle. I mean, who wouldn't who wouldn't become obsessed with Sophia Loren? Oh, like, like right? fair. Uh, his way of handling it, though, was interesting. He told his wife that he had fallen in love with this other woman. <laughs> by telegram? Uh, tell any- <laughs> by telegram. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he, t- no, he told her to her face in front of their children. Um, <gasps> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, no. Yeah. He also made a lot of uh, he he said a lot about how she was planning to leave her husband for him and they were going to like run off and all this other stuff. Uh, there is no mm. evidence that there was such a relationship ever existed, though. Um, mm. Some of his close friends claimed that there was an affair. But again, she stayed with her husband until he died in 2007. So it seems like it was more of an obsession on his part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he he told his wife about this. He said they were going to, um, you know, run away together, blah, blah, blah. He reportedly asked his son, Michael, if he should divorce uh, his mom Um, and then later made his children decide who they were going to live with. And when they said that by saying like, oh, who do you love more? And when they kind of refused to participate. And then I think one of the kids said like, oh, well, actually, I I think I love mommy more. um, He basically yelled at them and claimed that he never wanted to speak to them again. Uh, cool. How old were they at this point? Uh, I don't have the ages for them there. Um, you, you they would have been really in. young. Future Mandy can pop in and, and add them in. Future yeah. Mandy! Future Mandy <laughs> will pop in with that knowledge. It's going to be great. Everyone get excited. So I looked this up and I actually had a hard time finding an exact age. Um, there's 
an incident I saw where Michael said he was around seven when he was asked about um, divorcing, whether or not Peter Seller should divorce their mother or not. Uh, but I'm not sure if that's related to another story that you're going to hear in a minute. Interestingly enough, not long after this, uh, Anne decided to divorce him. I can't imagine why. <laughs> um, so his next wife, it's kind of interesting. He uh, talked to a, a clairvoyant. I'm in. Um, Go on. He was very superstitious. He was really into like the occult and uh, all this uh-huh. other stuff. Um, he, for example, he uh, believed that green, the color green had bad vibrations and would refuse to act across from people wearing that color. He believed. Wow. Yeah. He also believed the color purple was extremely unlucky. And he would even have to go as far as have um, assistance check his hotel rooms ahead of time to make sure there was not even a single shade of purple. Because if so, he would throw a violent tantrum. Can what I... a little freak. Can... Yeah. <laughs> he uh... threw a lot of tantrums. That was Can... kind of like the thing he was most known for. He Can was a I... horror to work with. Yeah. Can I pop in and say that he probably had OCD? Uh, <laughs> oh, so is it ableist to make fun of him? <laughs> um, no, the tant- the angry man tantrum, the angry mantrum still makes him a freak. A piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. like, go deal with your shit. Like I went to CBT when I was like 12. He's like 500 years old at this point in the story. Like, <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, no, he, he threw tantrums all the time. Uh, it, it was, he had violent mood swings. He would be fine one minute and then the next not. There's some speculation from some of the things I read from like ex-wives saying that they thought he might have bipolar, um, but it's unclear if he was or not. So we only can armchair, you know, diagnose him at this point. What what year around is this, if you know? This is, um, let's see, we're in like, what, 1930s, I think right now, 40s? Okay, so I guess he couldn't go to CBT. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, he probably would have like... Hmm. had a hole drilled in his head to let the gerblins out or something. They would have been like, here's a Lucky Strike cigarette and a glass of gin. <laughs> Self-medicate. You'll be fine. And yeah, that, that's... And like yeah. a line of Coke. Like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Have you tried oh, we... this Coke toothpaste? <laughs> oh, just wait till we talk about the, the drug part. Oh, okay. Um, oh, no. <laughs> there is oh, a drug no. part. Okay, let's yes. get nasty. Go on. Yeah. Um, okay. So his second wife, um, so he, he saw this tea reader, right? And the tea reader told him to be on the lookouts for the initials B and E. Now at the time they were trying to convince him to sign on to a second Pink Panther movie. So the director's name was Blake Edwards. And so the tea reader was specifically hired by the studios to do this job to get actors <laughs> oh. to sign on to movies. I love her. I want that job. I live in LA. I live in LA and I would be like a fucking tea reader on a movie set in an instant. Yeah. Just like no, making like that. making like 60 grand a year just making shit up. Like literal literal like stacks of bills like folded up and like tucked under a bra strap <laughs> under your gown <laughs> as you just ruin these people's lives. <laughs> right. That's right. I, I on paper I will make 60 grand a year in reality it'll be like 300. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um so so what happened what this plan didn't work out so well. So what happened Wait, was um, sorry, not- I'm just so sorry but like 
that needs to be a script somebody needs to make <laughs> oh, yeah. that i will watch the fuck out of that oh 100 percent, 100 percent down for the tea reader the hollywood tea reader <laughs> oh the hollywood tea reader. Oh, that's so good okay go on sorry yeah oh no no it's fine um i i, I knew you would enjoy this uh <laughs> so what happened was um instead of immediately making the connection to the pink panther sequel he saw a picture of an actress um named Britt eckland in the newspaper <laughs> And said, oh, this is what my destiny is. This is what I'm supposed to be on the lookout for. And he went and met her. She was 16 years younger than him. He was 37 at the time. She was 21. Uh, Oh, okay. I I thought you were going to say she's 16. And I was like, oh, no. Sorry, 16 years younger than him. Imagine just having the, like, horrible misfortune of having B.E. as your initials during this period. With this, like, the shitty tea reader that couldn't have been like, it's a man. And his initials are V.E. Like, she didn't have to just be like, oh, I see a B and an E in your future. Oh, Billie Eilish, you're in trouble, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Just like Billie Eilish in that that simpsons meme <laughs> i'm in danger i got lost we were talking about brit brit okay so the brit 21 year old actress she was new to hollywood he like completely just came in swept her off her feet was enamored with her instantly they married 10 days later oh no meeting. yep 10 um, days 10 oh. days and uh, by the way uh, brit has since come out to say that their relationship was very abusive um oh, okay. he no. would do things like you uh, don't say yeah, it's so surprising, right? Um, he would uh, choose her clothing for oh. her. Uh, he was very jealous and possessive of her. He would yell, scream, throw things at her, um, throw out of her hotel rooms, things like that. He actually got her fired from a movie. Um, he showed up to whisk her away for a sudden holiday on a movie she was working on, which I did not write down, and uh, then hired doctors to convince her she was too sick to work. So then, because she didn't return, uh, they just they just fired her from the movie. Doctors the back then were so fucking shady. Like you could get a they doctor were. to do anything, no, especially to weren't. a woman. Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> tell like, her she's too sick to work, doctor. Oh, you want me to lie? I'll lie. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> just give me a pack of cigarettes. We're good. Like, just did not give a fuck. Um. Oh, and they ended up working on a movie together called. It was called like the the. Bobo or something like that it had a really weird name um the and it, it was really yeah <laughs> it was apparently really bad they were yelling and fighting all the time it's like shitty um, babadook <laughs> right <laughs> shitty babadook it's straight um, babadook oh no <laughs> that's what makes it so bad uh oh he he at one point told the director to fire his wife because he refused to be on set with that witch there uh oh. lovely little quote how and she's like 22 right now okay and this is like extra rude because he met her from advice from a witch yeah right like oh now we hate witches like respect the craft (laughs) yeah right um (laughs) so uh they did have a daughter together victoria and she was um, unfortunately using a lot of manipulative fights between the two of them um like for example peter would make a really big deal about having uh, custody over her and then would just leave her with nannies and just fuck off and Ugh. go off with other women and sports cars and spend lots of money, stuff like that. Sounds like an actor. Yep. Um, one time when he asked her, Victoria, his 15-year-old daughter at the time, 
uh, what she thought about his acting in being there. She told him she really liked it and that he was a funny little fat man in it. And he poured wine on her for saying that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you both covered your mouth at the same time. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's horrible, but it's also so funny. It is. is so funny. It's Every- so funny. Uh, oh, and then when his uh, other daughter, Sarah, the one he had from his first marriage. <laughs> oh, my God, you two are dying. <laughs> you might need to stop for a second. Are you? <laughs> leave it in. Leave it in. No, leave it in. Oh, Everyone my God. Okay, oh, so Lord. listeners, um, what I am seeing right now is two people dying of laughter. I am very validated right now. <laughs> I'm literally sobbing. <laughs> yeah like i need the listeners at home to understand little hoots and kaylin at the same time just put their <laughs> hands over their mouth in the exact same gesture oh my god with their eyes I, wide I, I, I keep I, I keep calming down and then i picture it again <laughs> like she must have been so surprised <laughs> Yep, she sure was. <laughs> oh, I think I, I think I hurt my back. <laughs> did you? Throw, oh my god! Did I make you throw your your back? I'm yes. so sorry, Kaylin. Oh my god! Oh, Kaylin, oh, no. we can't afford workman's comp yet. <laughs> We're not there. But we we can if you join our Patreon. <laughs> yes, please support respe- respect the dead so that we okay. can respect Kaylin's back. <laughs> if you become one of our if you become one of our haters on our Patreon, we can afford. To, to pay pay out health care and workman's comp we can get kayla in a back brace okay it's like the worst part is that it's not actually funny but it's also the funniest thing i've ever heard in my life it's because, like it's not funny if you're her it's not but i'm picturing it like okay i'm picturing like a an older classy drunk older woman like i'm like i'm not really seeing peter sellers doing it like it's so iconic when it's like like a and like an aging actress doing it on like on her like assistant or someone like yeah not not irl but like because i'm hearing it through the lens of like this is a story being told that's like supposed to be entertaining i'm like very much trying to picture it in my head (laughs) it's just so good (laughs) Yeah, like especially um, if it was the, red wine. I mean, I, I don't know what kind of wine it was, <laughs> but okay. yeah, um, I'm okay. It so was the, red. The con- it was probably red. Uh, the conclusion to that story, by the way, is that when the other daughter, Sarah, from his first marriage, found out about this and expressed disapproval, he sent her a nasty telegram. <laughs> <laughs> his favorite Basically. mode of communication. <laughs> <laughs> yep. there, there's a lot of messaging people in this in this in his background. He um, just sent her like a wine emoji and a baby's head emoji. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> buy a telegram so like somebody has to read it out like wine emoji stop baby's head stop there you go can you still send telegrams because i want to try that Uh, i hope so there's got to be some way to do it at some like pioneer fucking village or something yeah probably okay um so also uh his other his son michael also had stories about him um he described him as a playground bully Mm. um one time michael when he was a child he was beaten with a belt by 
Peter Sellers, um, when he was trying to fix a scratch on his dad's Bentley. Like the <gasps> sweetest little gesture Why? where he was trying to fix the Bentley and Peter Sellers freaked out because he didn't want him touching the car, apparently. And he beat him with a belt? And then, oh, that's not the end of the story. And then he went into his bedroom and threw out all of his toys except for one shelf that the boy could not reach. Oh, oh, that's okay, well, worse than just throwing them all out. Like, yeah. right? He just left cool. a shelf that he couldn't. Yeah, it, it's fucking horrible. He was so horrible it's to like, his children. That's like intentionally fucking evil. Yeah, like it's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like ruin your life and then tease you about it every single mm-hmm. day. I'm gonna, I'm gonna add a little psychological torture to this yeah. punishment. Yeah, no, it, he did some really fucked up shit to his kids. Um, Michael, I got two very conflicting ages. One, one source I read said it was he was seven years old. And the other one said he was 15. But at some point, Michael got a letter from Sellers uh, saying he no wanted to be thought of as his father and said that he should change his last name. <laughs> well, I'm not surprised by that. He, he definitely sounds like the kind of guy that's like, actually, I don't think I'm your dad. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was pretty terrible. Um, let's uh, I'm going to save a couple of those other things about his personal life for later. Let's talk about uh, let's switch gears and talk a bit more about his professional life. Uh, He was a fucking monster. Everybody that worked with him had terrible stories to share. Um, So, for example, he was mostly known as being like a really big diva and a snob. Um, If he didn't like something, he would storm off. He would be late. He would sometimes show up drunk to to shootings, things like that. Uh, One time he was given an identical trailer with a co-star and demanded a bigger trailer. And then to make sure it was bigger, he measured it himself. <laughs> <laughs> He's so petty. So petty. He's it was so six, petty. He was only satisfied when he found out it was six inches bigger. No. <laughs> Insert joke about number of inches here. I love him. I, I He oh sucks my God. so hard, but like, I, I think he's so funny. <laughs> he is a good... Okay, the thing is, he's a good villain. He's yeah. a great villain. Like... like <laughs> I want a TV way, show about him now. Yes. So there's a movie, actually. Like Mad Men st- Oh, okay. Uh, oh, based yeah. on his life that uh, Joffrey, Joffrey Rush uh, was in, the guy from Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, he played him in a biopic. And it's interesting because... That, that was how I first learned that Peter Seller sucks because the whole movie, I'm like, wow, this guy's a fucking asshole. And the movie doesn't make any apologies about it. The movie's like, no, he's an asshole. Uh, he was unfortunately a genius at what he did in terms of comedy, but he I was, was about a to say, monster. They make him the asshole genius trope. Yeah, like, that's kind of the what he was known for. Is like he was really great at the comedy, and he was he made the studio lots of money, so he was worth putting up with. But he was an absolute monster. They never really um, get around to glorifying the women who are geniuses <clears throat> and monsters. It's yeah. always like, interesting. Like, she was just a piece of shit and yep. um, she had some talent, but she died childless like a yeah. piece of shit should. But mm-hmm. for these guys, it's like, listen, he was an asshole, but. He never compromised he w- his vision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. His vision was the fucking Pink Panther. Yeah. And he also played a number of uh, characters that were definitely not his ethnicity. Uh, There's like an Indian uh. character he played. It seems like a couple of times. Uh, yeah. He's eh. ugly. A piece mm. of shit. But let's talk about a few of the uh, experiences of working with Peter on set. So, for example, oh, no. the infamous Pink Panther movies. Um, he had a, a very bad relationship with the director of all those movies, Blake Edwards, who we talked about very briefly earlier. Um, so, for example, uh, after Peter's mother died, uh, Blake Edwards says that he saw Peter talking to his dead mother. 
like to the to the thin air apparently um he oh, actually at sad. one point it, it is kind of sad uh he actually so sellers um missed his mother's death because he was in the middle of filming something and refused to go see her and then she had a heart attack was in the hospital he refused to see her a couple days later she passed away and he Did never he forgave himself like well he, he, he wanted to, to be there he refused to see her and then she died because he thought she was going to be fine because she survived the heart oh, attack initially okay. and then died yes yeah um, so he never forgave himself apparently after that. So he 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 that's definitely okay. it, uh, suffered a bit from that. But yeah, that's sad. Good, I mean, you wouldn't but... you would blame yourself for missing the death of your mommy wife. Yeah, <laughs> my mommy wife. Oh, no. <laughs> um, he could have he could have climbed climbed into the bed for one last one last, well, one last little snooze. <laughs> oh, I fucking hate that. Climbing <laughs> the bed for the big snooze. <laughs> I mean, he did. He has now. Um, <laughs> um, oh, now he's no. snoozing with his mommy in the great beyond. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. Uh, so Edwards um, initially swore to never be in a, work with him ever again after the first Pink Panther, but because it did so well and they wanted to make a sequel, he did. They I think, think they ended up making like five or six of those movies. Jesus they made a Christ. bunch of them. Uh, and one of them was made actually after Sellers died. Uh, we'll talk about that like later, it, I guess. Uh, it was made up of like bloopers and random footage Ooh. that they didn't use from the previous movies. That's my yeah. It was, they, it's, they fucking it's not Carrie very good. fishered it. They Carrie <laughs> they fishered did. it. They Carrie no. fishered it. <laughs> um, things between the two of them got so bad that they would only speak to each other through notes and assistance. The director and uh, sellers and telegrams. Uh, they didn't say telegrams, I but I mean, uh, isn't a note that assistant passed basically a telegram? A telegram. Yeah, it's a set telegram. Yeah. <laughs> it's a set telegram um yeah there's an infamous story that one time uh during one of the pink panther movies like later towards the end of his life uh sellers told edwards that he um god had told him how to act out the scene and he started doing the scene and edwards shouted um in the future tell god to stay out of show business <laughs> <laughs> i mean he doesn't belong there he really doesn't <laughs> Uh, which i thought was pretty funny that, that's um, that's sinner territory that's satan's world <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah and as time goes on it went on he just became more and more jaded he didn't really want to do the movies anymore became more unprofessional would fuck up his lines one time he just left in the middle of shooting to go to germany uh you know things <laughs> like that <laughs> Wait, um, when cash. did he go to Germany? What what year are we in? Okay, we <laughs> I are need in. To know. Oh. <laughs> I will add that in in post. I didn't write Thanks. it down. Um, like depending on you. what year in his lifetime, the context of that is going to be <laughs> different, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't write the year. Uh, future Mandy will put that in in here so you know because I did not write down the year. I should have been on top of that. Hey everyone. Uh, so as far as I can tell, it seems like this happened on the set of A Shot in the Dark, which was the second Pink Panther movie. Um, I, I saw some info that said that that was one where he walked off set for a while. And this was in 19, it would have been 1963 or 1964. There was a movie uh, that he convinced his friend Peter Medic, Medic, sure, to, he um, convinced his friend Peter Medic to direct a pirate comedy in 1973 
uh, and then completely sabotage the production. Um, <laughs> and to be fair, the, the movie had some issues, like there was like weather issues and stuff like that, which you know happens if you're trying to film on the sea. Um, but also there would be times when he would just like keep his friend waiting and then his friend would find him performing yoga naked in his bedroom, <laughs> like you do. Um, one time he faked having a heart attack to get out of filming. <laughs> Um, I love him again. Like I'm <laughs> now standing so again. <laughs> yeah, this reminds me the the opposite happened with um, John Landis, the guy who directed like Blues Brothers. And oh stuff. yeah, yeah, I know John Landis. Um, yeah, he. So in the 80s, he had a production where he killed a couple of kids by accident, and mm. uh, and like he he like lost his reputation. And Eddie Murphy was like, "Please come direct." coming to America for me and you'll like to revitalize your film career, uh, like saved his ass. And then like John Landis was just like an asshole to him the whole time on set. Oh my God. Really? Like, so yeah. So exactly the reverse where it was like the actor that was like, like extending the fig leaf or not fig leaf. Um, whatever olive branch the olive branch fig leaf is what you put over your genitals um <laughs> well <laughs> Peter needed that clearly <laughs> and like yeah and then he was extending an the fig leaf <laughs> extending the fig leaf <laughs> it's like here peter you're naked <laughs> cover up sweetie <laughs> we know you're proud of that six extra inches but he found he found him in that hotel room doing naked yoga and he was like here i have a broad fig leaf <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i wrote a fig leaf for you <laughs> oh my god um so the other big sort of wild um story in terms of filming was a, a little movie called casino royale and uh, not the one you're thinking of not the daniel craig one you're this is one from the earlier uh, one the earlier I can tell one you right now i was not thinking of any such thing <laughs> okay good well for any of our listeners uh, they might have been thinking like wait that casino royale no this one was filmed um, oh, I didn't write down the. I had the date of this one too. Damn but it. it was an earlier Bond film, right? It was. It was an earlier Bond film. It was actually um, the the production for it is really complicated, so I won't get into the whole thing. But it was something where they originally bought the rights for this movie before the Sean Connery movies had come out, but then they didn't get around to writing the script for a while. There, some people that were attached at one point died, and then the actual Bond movies with Sean Connery, uh, Doctor No, came out. And then they were kind of in this weird position of like, well, we have the rights to this one Bond movie, but they're buying up the rest of them, basically. So they decided to take this one Bond movie they did have the rights to and turn it into a satire. And Peter Sellers at some point became involved. Uh, this production was a complete shit show by all accounts. At one point, it had eight directors. No, five <laughs> directors. Sorry. It had five directors and 15 writers. Um, it had this like wild cast on it. Everyone was in this movie. Orson Welles was in it. Uh, Woody Allen was in it. Oh, no. Um, it was insane. Uh, one of the writers was Billy Wilder, who wrote the uh, script for yeah. Sunset Boulevard, which is an yeah. amazing movie. Um, they also, at one point, Peter Sellers um, hired Terry Southern, who was the writer for um, Dr. Strangelove, to come and punch up his dialogue so it would be better than Orson Welles or Woody Allen's. Mm. Uh, plus Alan and uh, Sellers both also helped write the script. Like the script was insane. Um, they had, they had so many people involved in this shit show of a movie, uh, which weirdly enough was a success. Uh, it was one of the highest paid movies at the time. It was 12 million 
for a budget it originally started at six million but because of all the production issues and the filming and everything that happened it went up to 12 million um and it was bad uh so there's some conflicting reports that i found some of them said that peter sellers hated orson wells um because of an incident where he invited princess margaret onto set and Princess Margaret paid more attention to Orson Welles than him. <laughs> petty. <laughs> I believe it. I believe so it. I He's believe so it. I love Peter Sellers. He is he is my representation in the media. <laughs> Um, it is interesting because like one of the reports I read said that Peter Sellers specifically wanted Orson Welles on set, but then after this happened, refused to talk to him. They had to film <laughs> scenes that the two of them talking with doubles because he refused to be in the same <laughs> area with him. What an asshole! <laughs> he was so fucking oh petty. Oh my god. He was so horrible. Okay, um, but did, we're going to change one of the tiers on our Patreon to Peter Sellers. <laughs> <laughs> that's yes. if you give us like if you give us 50 bucks a month you're a peter <laughs> and you get to pour wine on a 15 year old <laughs> i if somebody gives us 50 dollars a month i will film a video of me pouring wine on, on myself my <laughs> Just, we're peter sellers ourselves <laughs> oh my god okay um where was I? Oh, um, so apparently part of uh, Sellers' issue with the movie, and, and this is something that not everyone can confirm, but some people say that he really wanted to play Bond straight. Like he didn't want to do a comedy uh, for Bond and was actually really angry about that. So that might have been part of why he was such a petty bitch about the whole thing, too. Um, I think that's very silly because it was clearly meant to be a satire from beginning to end. So why he was angry about that, I don't know. But yeah, that's... But you you want to be Sydney Prescott. You don't want to be like Cindy Prescott from Scary Movie. Like you you don't you don't want to really like you don't want to be the yeah. shitty parody. Like you want to be the leading man if you're Peter fucking Sellers. Right, but like considering the movie they were they had already written and everything and then it, you know, it's Peter Sellers. They obviously wanted him to come in and do comedy. You know what I mean? So it's a little I mean, I don't he know. does sound I think it's silly. Funny. <laughs> it I, it would be like if Jim Carrey in the middle of Liar Liar was like, why can't I do a monologue from Shakespeare? Like that, that's how I feel about it. Um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, at one point he wanted an entire set burned down because he had a nightmare. <laughs> wow, I forgot that he was, he was weirdly superstitious. <laughs> He's weirdly superstitious. <laughs> what a fucking yeah. freak. Such a fucking freak. Um, because he had a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I just, nightmare. I just picture him like climbing into mummy's bed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, mummy, we need to burn the set down. I had a nightmare. <laughs> and, a nightmare. and his dad's like on the couch, like crying <laughs> himself to sleep. Um. Oh, also, he, he. I, one source I saw said a fellow actor. Another one said it was a director. So he punched somebody on set because they called him a spoiled child. <laughs> <laughs> well, he definitely disproved that theory, <laughs> right? Um. For some reason, he left production rather abruptly. Uh, some people say that he was such a nightmare. He was fired. Other people say he just stormed off set one day, which, you know, he was prone to do. So it could have been either one of those. I, I believe um, it's number two. Yeah, they they ended up um, basically rewriting lots of, of the script to, like, make up for the fact that he wasn't 
in it, which is why there's so many bonds. There's like a bunch of different bonds in that movie, apparently. I've never actually watched it. Um, and they used a cardboard cutout of him in the background of some scenes, which they later I'm had crying. to fix with uh, trick photography. That is so funny. <laughs> that is my favorite that thing is in the so world. Funny. I want that cardboard cutout of him. I wonder where oh. it is. Um, okay, maybe the tier is actually called Peter Sellers' cardboard cutout. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That would be um, I pretty can't. amazing. A cardboard cutout, <laughs> a cardboard cut out in the back, just being like, "Oh yeah, that's Pete. That's our Pete. <laughs> that's our Pete." Look at um, him. Look, you can tell it's him because he he looks like he's sending a telegram. <laughs> <laughs> his petty little telegrams. Um, his pettygrams. That's what they should call Ooh, it. I, there I we go. He wouldn't film if the horoscope wasn't favorable that day. Would not show up. Um, he yeah he depended on psychics a lot to make decisions uh later on in his life he claimed to be haunted by malevolent spirits and also believed he was the reincarnation of dan lino who was a music hall entertainer i had never heard of that person but that's what he believed usually when they say they're a reincarnation it's of like jesus or george washington or yeah yeah the, the pharaohs like not just right. like this fucking rando dan. It was reincarnation of Dan. Yeah, I never heard of him. Um, uh, There was some interesting information about him in the terms of that he had like a similar background to to Sellers. Like he grew up vaudeville, had an overbearing mother, that kind of thing. That's like Um, so many people. I just sent sent a link to a photo of Dan Lino and it's one of the most fucked up things I've ever seen in my entire (laughs) Oh no! Oh, I hate that so much. (laughs) He's like an old-timey, like, drag queen? (laughs) Type? Type thing? I'm looking at this one specific image that I also just pulled up that I'm going to show to you. These will be in the show notes, but this is... This I is something. I can't put my finger on it, but it's bigotry. Like this photo <laughs> was calling me a slur. <laughs> like, like I, like this is what what turfs are seeing when they like watch my videos. Like, like this is like one hundred percent. Like this man is in woman face right now. Um. Okay. What else do we have to cover? Um. So I mentioned earlier that Sellers was kind of known for having really bad imposter syndrome. He hated the idea of being himself because he felt like he didn't have a personality. So, for example, uh, he was on an episode. <laughs> right <laughs> well um when he was on the muppet show he was just like in a series of characters he refused to be himself the entire time just character after character after character and there was actually a part where kermit said to him like oh you know you can be yourself and seller's response was and this is so fucking creepy to me i could never be myself you see there is no me i do not exist there used to be a me but i had it surgically removed <laughs> oh that's dark on the muppets do you know okay you future maddie's gonna have to tell us what kerman's response was (laughs) it was like okay (laughs) nothing i read nothing i read said what his response was um i think the the video though might be on youtube i didn't get a chance to i should have watched it if you Um, can find it please i'll find it (laughs) and we'll we'll... kermit just being like okay bro (laughs) (laughs) probably just made a weird face and then started singing to himself (laughs) Uh, and we'll put that in the show notes 
yeah oh so people God, watch, no. watch it. it it's super <laughs> not super this man creepy. having a breakdown all <laughs> just like right just like um, like okay. i'm nobody i cut that out and just like pouring a full glass of wine on kermit right <laughs> get out of here you nasty bitch uh, <laughs> Okay, we, we are towards the end of his life now. Um, so he uh, abused a lot of drugs and alcohol throughout his life. Very, you know, Hollywood-esque of him. He um, mostly had a lot of heart issues. Uh, so earlier we talked a little bit about drugs. One night he and Britt, his second wife, um, they d- took poppers in the middle of the night. And he had a series of heart attacks for three hours, he in a three-hour span, he had eight heart attacks. <laughs> this man's body was trying to kill him. Okay, he may have had eight heart attacks, but she pegged him so smoothly. <laughs> he was wide. <laughs> um, apparently, total, he had 15 heart attacks in his life. And once was dead for over a minute. And then and, he was dead for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I was about to say, and then <laughs> later. The last one, the, la- the, the 15th was the one that got him. Uh, How do no. you show up to a hospital being like, I think I had eight heart attacks. And like, they're like, sir, you are gaped. You're... <laughs> like, please stop the, huffing shoe polish. The, the thing I saw said that he had to be saved with a defil defibrillator fuck that's not defibrillator thank you that word uh (laughs) several times so it sounds like he made it to the hospital maybe after the first or second uh heart attack and then was just there so they could keep track i guess they had a big it's a good place to have a tally board i mean you might as well that's the the place to to be um okay Uh, oh by the way he was also uh engaged at one point to liza minnelli but they never actually got married Um, good on her yeah it seems like it it was something that kind of came really suddenly at the end of his third marriage which i didn't find out a lot about wife number three she was just like an aristocrat that he was married to for a brief time and at the end of the marriage he and liza apparently were going to get married after like a short amount of time but then didn't good for her how do they always do this how do like these like these fucking sociopaths like get people to marry them and like after dating for like two weeks i think it's called love bombing people uh yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're if if you're another like Hollywood actor, like I think you're living in your own world, right? Like you don't yeah. necessarily think that you should be doing things like normal people do because you're exactly. not normal. And he was people. already a huge like mama's boy who was getting spoiled all the time and was never told no growing up. So he was just already in that that mind space. And then you add Hollywood into it and undiagnosed bipolar potentially, and then it, it gets even worse. I mean, if, so. if like a if a Hollywood star asked me to marry them after dating for two weeks, I'd be like, "That's hilarious! Of course, let's do it." Like, <laughs> but we're but we're not also stars. Like, but yeah, Liza okay, Minnelli fair, yeah. was like Hollywood royalty, and she was like, "Yeah, sounds sounds good. I'll marry you." Mm-hmm. Uh, she cool. was actually also uh, engaged to somebody at the time. I forget who. I didn't write that part down. Okay, so maybe she just really liked being engaged. <laughs> like maybe it wasn't even about him. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I just want to get another ring. Yeah, just, just like, in she was just back walking around with an engagement ring on each finger. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, "I've got ten fingers, bitch." <laughs> okay, um, so his fourth wife, who he was married to, but I believe she was they were separated at the time of his actual death, was Lynn Frederick. He was thirty years older than her <laughs> when they got married. 
Um, they didn't have any children together, though she had a daughter from a previous relationship. Um, when he died, his will was actually this whole big dramatic thing because he left essentially the equivalent of $7 million to his wife and only $800 or no, $1,000 per child to his actual children. What? And it was this After big scandal. everything they went through? After yeah. everything they went through. Piece and of shit. they begged the wife to uh, give them some of the money. And she said no, because she's like, oh, that, that's sucks. what he would have wanted. Yeah, he, she sucked. Um, then later after her death, all of the money went to her daughter. And the daughter didn't share it with anyone, apparently. <laughs> and then here's where it gets really wild, is that years later, they found a document that proved he was actually going to change the will the day after he died to actually cut her out of the will, the wife. And the the children would have gotten more money in theory. Wow. So it was this whole big it, like it's it's a very small comfort now, but there's actual documentation proving he was planning on changing the will. Literally would have done it the day after he died. Um, yeah, if he small hadn't died. Literally no comfort. Yeah, not helpful. And also by the time the documentation came out, his son Michael had already passed away at that point. So like it's not like he ever found out about it. Um, and that is the life and death of uh Peter Sellers, you can find his ashes at the Golders Green Crematorium in London, buried under a rose bush, plot number 39802. The rose bed is located at the far end of the crematorium complex next to the Chapel of Memory Colibarium. I've never seen that word before. Um, so if you so, would like to go pee on him, yeah. that is specifically where he is. What and a piece go of ahead. Fucking garbage. Go piss <laughs> like, on his grave. I found this very easily on Google, so <laughs> everyone can find him. Uh, yeah, that's that's Peter Sellers. I'm so glad he's dead. <laughs> Me too. I'm so glad he's dead. Um, but I'm also kind of glad that he lived because um, <laughs> what, what a petty queen. <laughs> I like, can hate him. <laughs> his story is so wild. It's kind of fun, it, even though it's also, I feel terrible for everybody he hurt. Like he yeah. was verbally and physically abusive with his children and at least some of his wives. Um, the, just an absolute terror to deal with on set. But uh, it was really fun reading about all this shit. I'm not going to lie. I, I feel, I feel kind of dirty. Yeah, <laughs> well, I know. It's because like most of the stuff is like, it's something that if like a if you see like a woman in a in a video like in a video in a movie like throwing a glass of wine in someone's face you're like okay like she's spicy boss like, bitch <laughs> yeah like yeah. but like <sighs> he did it to I a guess... 15 year old girl <laughs> yeah his own daughter who was complimenting his movie she just oh. also mentioned he was a little fat <laughs> and then well, like, and then he left her with a thousand dollars a thousand dollars he, well, his oh wife God. got seven million. Yeah, it, uh, and like I don't, I don't know when that was, but I'm assuming seven million was a lot more than uh, that. It was is 1980 today. when he died. Yeah, so seven yeah. million could buy you like Mississippi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, wow, glad he's dead. I'm so I'm, I'm glad. Really he's glad dead. he's dead. But I'm glad I heard the story of his uh, horrible, petty life. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Respect the Dead. You can follow Respect the Dead on Instagram and Twitter at underscore Respect the Dead. 
If you want to follow us individually, you can find our socials in the show notes. And you should check out our YouTube channels. We don't shit on dead people there as often, but still, we're making tons of cool stuff. If you enjoyed Respect the Dead and would like to support us, there's a couple of ways to do that. You can give us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you found us. Give us at least five stars and then share us with a good friend who likes venting about dead people. You can also give us some money over on our Patreon. Patreon supporters get some cool bonus content like bloopers from the cutting room floor and even coming up with a fake sponsor ad that we'll read in an episode. It has to be a fake business though, not your MLM, honey. Thanks so much for listening. Join us every Monday for our next Worm Feast. I'm Kellen Conrad. I'm Aileen Mandy. And I'm Hoots. Bye. 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 Bye.